And as we do it, seamlessly into the sermon, and as we do it, we need to be dependent on the Father. We've got to be dependent on him. Because as we hit those new levels, as we hit those new levels, guess what? You know that thing, our resources don't, aren't enough, are they? Well, as we hit the new level, we discover they really, really aren't enough. Because at, the, at the, you know, those early days of discipleship, and when I say early days of discipleship, that could be 40 years. Because we stay at that early days of discipleship level in 40, for 40 years. You know, and sometimes we can get converted and we can do the, you know, do the levels of discipleship in a few months. Being a Christian long time doesn't mean we've moved on. It's a transformation. It's a journey. Sanctification. It's that pilgrimage of faith rather than the pilgrimage to faith. And our resources really, really, really don't work 25 years in ministry do you know there were times in ministry when I can make it happen there are because I've done it quite a lot now so I know how to do it but if I want it to be authentic and I want to then actually it shouldn't be about what I can make happen which is why we keep stepping further beyond our comfort zone really sorry but it, that's the call, that's the call, that's the call. Jesus even got called out of his comfort zone. You do realize that, don't you? Read Gethsemane again. Dad, can we do this another way? It's beyond, humanly, it's beyond his comfort zone. Dad, I don't like the look of what's about to happen, but not my will, but yours. Those of you who've been a Christian a long time, Still on the next level. It's still the next level. Those of you who've been Christians not very long, it's still the next level. What has been, I don't know what father means to you, this image. Does it mean dad dancing? Dad dancing. Yeah? I don't know who that is in the top left there. We, do you, top right? Do you know who that is? That's tough, isn't it? He was on Strictly Come, Strictly Come Dancing, wasn't he? He did quite well, if I remember rightly. And, uh, yeah, the less said about Ricky Gervais, the better, I think, probably. But what do we think of as dad? Dad dancing? What about dad jokes? Yeah. A couple on the... So they're two different jokes. I don't know where that one's come from. Thought I'd crop that image, never mind. Please could you go to the shop and get a carton of milk? If they have avocados, get six. So he comes back with six cartons of milk because they had avocados. Is that a dad joke? We've got the next one. Ignore the one on the right. We've got the next okay. That's dad standing there waiting for January the first and midnight and one minute so they can say, I haven't seen you since last year. Yeah. Dad jokes. What else have I got? I can't remember what else I've got. Hang on, don't, don't put the next one up yet. Wait till I'm ready. Go on then. What sort of dad do you think of when you think of dad? Fun dad? Wise dad? Kind dad? Strong dad? Fair dad? Sweet dad? Best dad? My dad? Maybe you think of father 
and you think of your father and it's not a good image. For me, it's an easy one. But for some, I know, it's not a good image because dad wasn't fun, wasn't safe, wasn't there. But what do you think of when you think of dad? One of my abiding memories of my dad is, is taking me to um, learn to swim at Richmond Swimming Baths. And he, I was small then. I know you might not think so, but I was. And I used to stand in front of him, and he used to, I used to stand on his hands. You know, he put, put his hands like that. I'd stand on his hands, and he'd flip me up in the air. And I'd do at least one turn. Well, the bigger I got, the fewer turns I did, of course. We stopped doing it when I landed on my stomach about five times. But, you know, <laughs> but just that joy and his laughter. And my laughter as I nearly drowned every time he did it. Or sitting on a seesaw and him bouncing me so that my backside left. Yeah, careful. If the spring's too strong... You end up coming off the seesaw, doing a double somersault, hitting your face on the floor, and they were concrete, and losing your front teeth. That's me. But that wasn't my dad's fault, even though he was the one that bounced me off the end. Because that was, that was the spring's fault, because my dad was perfect. Now, he's not perfect, but he was fun. When he died... My kids said, you know, why is, why is fun granddad gone? They love their other granddad, don't worry. But why is, why is fun granddad gone? Because he was. I had no idea how much he was loved. But anyway, that's another thing. What about this? I'm blessed you are my dad. Could we say this to God? I'm blessed you are my dad, for you are one in a million. Well, actually, God's one in... He's, he's utterly unique, isn't he? You're the rare one. You're there for me. Whenever things go wrong, you always give me advice. It's very interesting. Kirsten talks to her mother every day. And when things go wrong, she wants to talk to me. I normally hand it back to her mother so her mother can sort it out. That's fine. <laughs> but there's something that she wants, her, she wants her dad. However impractical I am <laughs> and all the rest of it. You always give me advice. You help me to be strong. Someone I can depend on in everything I do. I just wanted to let you know how much I love you. Can we say that to our Heavenly Father? We've got one more, haven't we? Dad, no matter how old I will always be your, little, uh, your financial burden. Yeah? We project onto God, the Father, our experience of Father. We do. Even when we know we do, and we're trying not to, we still do, because our experience of Father is one of those very earliest experiences. The technical words is one of our precognitive relationships. 
So whatever is formed there is hard, hardwired into us. And not at our rational level of thought, but at that subliminal level of thought. So we project it on. So dad ever let us down? Sounds like my dad was perfect, but I can give you a list of the things he let me down on as well. Didn't show up for, couldn't get to. We project it onto God. I'm coming to scripture in a minute because I'm talking about our experience of God. I'm gonna, we're going to look at a few scriptures, like ping, 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 ping. Because actually this is, our heavenly father is perfect. So that stuff written about an earthly father, I'm blessed to have you, you're one in a million. Well, times a million for God. Because he is perfect. Dad, if only I had enough money for a deposit for a house. Yeah, tough. That ain't coming. Heavenly Father, I need everything you have. He has already given you. In terms of that provision, God doesn't say no. You might not get it because it might not be the right thing to do but everything we do that's right the provision will come we better take that off thank you oh there's one more isn't there one more we've got the meme I love this I sent this around a couple of weeks ago religion says I messed up my dad's going to kill me that's God is the big policeman in the sky <coughs> with the large baton. And when you do something sinful, boom. not aiming at you particularly, James. Yeah, but you're just... But sonship, daughtership, being a child of God. I messed up. I need to call my dad. Do What's our reaction when we mess up? Adam and Eve in the garden, when they messed up, what do they do? They hid. Religion was right there, right at the beginning. How can I put this right spiritually? I'll tell you what, let's get something and we'll hide our bits and we'll hide in the garden and we'll... I can sort this. No, you can't. Or actually, if they'd gone to the father who was walking with them in the, the garden and gone, we're sorry, we've messed up. What would he have done? Embraced them and forgiven them because he loved them. But they compounded the mistake by trying to... Good Lancashire phrase coming. They compounded the mistake by trying to fettle it themselves. They tried to sort it out themselves. That's our instinct, isn't it? Where our loving father forgives us. I messed up. I need to call my dad. Here comes some verses. Romans, give me a chance to get out of the PowerPoint onto the easy worship thing. We're done. Romans 8.15, brilliant, seamless. Thank you, gentlemen. You did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. That fear that besets, that fear that gets stuck in us is because we don't have that 
full fuller experience of being a child of God, of knowing God as dad. Abba. Ready? I'm going to contradict sermons you've heard in the past. Abba doesn't mean daddy. Unless that's what you call your father as an adult. I know there are some people that do. And if, so it means daddy for you. Yeah. For me, it's dad. For others, it's pops. Or pa. Or whatever it is. That, it, Abba is that affectionate yet honouring word for dad. So it's not, it's not a fun poking. It's not bringing it right down. It's whatever you, as, as an adult, what you call your fun. What you call him when you go, oh, dad, really? Well, as we experienced last week, dad, put your hearing aids in. Have you got that one going on? Put your hearing aids in. But if I put this in my ear, I won't be able to hear properly was his response. Anyway, that's not my dad, that's Wendy's dad. But it's dad for us. So that's who he is to you. The Almighty is your dad. Perfectly. Without the fear. Without the mistakes. Dads make mistakes, don't they? Stephen and I look at each other going, yep, yep, we do, we do. I won't quote the Philip Larkin poem. Those of you that know it can smile to yourselves, and those of you that don't, don't worry. But our Heavenly Father is there. Next one. 2 Corinthians 6.18. This is God's words. I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. This is the thing, even more for us, We're Gentiles. We're not even part of that nation that Yahweh was father to in the Old Testament. We have been adopted into the family. We have been grafted into the vine. I will be a father to you. Our father. Yes. We call on him. We call on him. We come to the Father through Jesus the Son by the power of the Spirit. So do we come to the Father or the Son or the Holy Spirit? Because actually as we experience God, we experience God. And and we experience him as Father and Brother, Saviour, Redeemer, and the one who empowers us. The Holy Spirit, of course, is normally the one that we don't notice because what the Holy Spirit's main job is is to make us think of Jesus and to point us to him. Next one. On Corinthians 8, 6. Yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom all things came and for whom we live. There is one Lord Jesus Christ through whom all things came and through whom we live. Father and the Son, equal. 
from whom all things came. All things look for him. He provides. If everything comes for him, from him, then he provides everything. And we live for him. He is the one for whom we live. He's not the one for whom we turn up on a Sunday, if it's convenient, as Leonard said earlier. He's not the one we turn up for on a Sunday or maybe have the old prayer appointment for or, you know, get involved in this, that and the next thing. He's the one for whom we live. I don't know about you, but life, as far as I'm aware, is 24-7. Apparently, I'm still living when I'm asleep. Though the Middle Ages, they did call it the little death, didn't they? They did talk about sleep as the little death. But anyway, we, he's there the whole time. You know that stuff you've done this week that's not right? That's why I'm talking to myself now. He was there then. <laughs> Oops. But he's also there for the glory things and for the fun things. He's there every... He doesn't pick and choose. He doesn't pick and choose. Got some, we've got some friends. Parents are divorced and the two lads grew up. You know, of course dad was favourite because every time dad came to visit and saw them and took them, it was, it was fun time. They went out. Dad wasn't there for the discipline and the difficult things and the hard things and all the rest of it. And too much of our society is broken in that way now. But our Heavenly Father is there always. Next one. Every good and perfect gift is from heaven above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Every good gift. Come on, dads. When you've given gifts to your kids... Feels good, doesn't it? Especially if they're not expecting it. Especially if it's something that they've wanted, but you've gone no. And then Christmas or Easter or what's the other thing? Birthday. That's the thing. Birthday. And suddenly, and just to watch that joy. Or you lend your son your car, and then he moans about how bad it is to drive. Is that right, Richard? Oh yeah. What was my response? Tell him he's lucky to have a flipping car that you've lent him. <laughs> because actually, don't tell him. That attitude that says, well, what's this? I don't like this. It's not what I wanted. Wow, really? That's ungrateful, isn't it? So when God gives us gifts that we didn't really want, gifts to lead services or to preach, and all that stuff, but he's our heavenly father and he gives us good and what's the other word good and perfect gifts it's not a Christmas present that's broken by boxing day you know, we've all had a number of those haven't we it's not a Christmas present where there's more fun in the box than there is in the actual thing you know. or even worse it's not a Christmas present batteries not included and nobody's noticed <laughs> this is a perfect gift 
Next one. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with a few spiritual blessings when we behave ourselves. But that's how we live. We only expect God to bless us when we behave ourselves. Because that's possibly how we've experienced Dad. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Every. So when, 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 when are we going to get these blessings? Talk to me. We've already gone. He has blessed us. It's past tense. And having read Paul's letters many times, Paul doesn't use past tense when he doesn't mean past tense. You know, he's written past tense because he means you have been. It's, he, he has blessed you. Lord, more, more, I need more. No, you're blessed. That needs to be released in you. Have we got any more? We're coming to an end. We've got one more. And here's the total reliance on him. And I've promised you many times, this is what we as a leadership are trying to do. Jesus gave them this answer. I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees the father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. Well, for crying out loud, if Jesus is in that position, where are we? Even more so. Oh, oh, hang on. Who dwells in you? Because asking a question, the answer must be, thank you. Oh, yes. Indeed. <laughs> yes. So who dwells in you? Jesus, by his Holy Spirit. Yeah. And what does Jesus do? What the Father does. So if he dwells in you what, and you rely on him in you, what's, what are we going to end up doing? That's how it works. It's actually, it's completely simple, completely profound, and not always easy, even though it's simple. But it's what we're doing. The changes we're going through have not been sprung on you, I promise. How long have we been talking about this? Two years? I think it's nearly two years, looking back, but it's well over a year. Two years. Changes haven't been done in the past because of pastoral care. I'm trying to get it right. But we're doing what we see the Father do, as far as we can discern that. We've got to have that daily dependence on the Father. We've had it as a child. And some, let's project the good things onto God. Recognize the negative things we project. But no, he is there for us. It's his promise. There is no fear. He has everything for us. He's going to give us perfect gifts. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing and we need to rely on him. There is perfect protection, provision, abundance and unconditional love. Know the Father. Know you can trust him. Know you can walk daily dependent on him.